You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Listen, people, 
Listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We say, we pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Timeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured a libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. 
You say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe. Civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So we poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi Hotel family. Hope everything is well for you today. Hope you're going to have a good day. Hope you're going to get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. I emphasize will. We got to develop the will. The will to do it. The will to be independent the will to be self-determining, the will to be liberated 
the will to be a sovereign people. We have to develop the will. But of course, if it is not, and, uh, you know, you can't do it because the weather, whatever, just be safe. Be safe. This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 10 Pacific, any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that in the drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Thanks to my good brother, Brother Kwaku. Man, yeah, appreciate you, man. No doubt. Couldn't do this without you. That's for real. You know that. <laughs> also, too, there's uh, another way you can get these programs. And that's just going to your search engine, whatever that might be. Google, Firefox, whatever. And, uh, you know, could it also be 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 to me. A B I B I T U M I dot com and put in babaoshi dot net b a b a o u s h i dot net babaoshi dot net and once again there will be programs that are dated and titled for your listening and educational and informational entertainment <sighs> this is African Perspectives and uh, here are programmings that we have here on Time for an awakening medium. This program, once again, is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then other programs on um, Tuesday is Dr. William Rogers, Black Reality Think Tank, with Dr. William Rogers from 8 to 10. And then <clears throat> Friday, Friday, uh, Time for an Awakening from at 8, at 8 p.m. until on Friday's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. Saturday from 7 to 10, the Sankofa Elders Council. And then on Sunday, once again, it's time for an awakening at 7 p.m. from 7 until. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. I'm hoping that, uh, I'm not sure what Brother Elliot has in store to get more programming on the network. But I know he he will. He's a good brother, man, Brother Elliot. Get more programming. I know when we first came on, we've been on now about five years. He goes off, man, three or four programs each day. Each day. This call may be recorded or and, transcribed. And I always announce those programs. I don't know if they announce me. I listen to them, but I never heard them announce me or announce my program. I didn't care. But I announced them because I was promoting Time for an Awakening, promoting the programs that are on Time for an Awakening like I do. Like I'll announce them again after the break. You know, hey, <clears throat> promote Time for an Awakening. That's what we're about. Uh, other programming that we have here on Time for an Awakening gave you that. Then I must give you our announcements that we give every morning around this time. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses is webuyblack.com. Brothers and sisters, get everything you need from American African-owned businesses. Webuyblack.com. Africa for the Africans. 
Africa for the Africans, brothers and sisters, brother Bavani Tahimba. Good brother. His upcoming tour is November 17th to the 28th. Tanzania. That's coming up November 17th to the 28th. $3,800. Then December 24th to January 5th, 2023. Ghana. Repatriation and Investment Tour. $4,000. Next, March 30th to April 10th, 2023, $3,800, and that is Senegal and Gambia. Senegal and Gambia. Next is Ghana again, May 24th to January 5th, 2023, $4,000 to Ghana. Then April 20th, April 20th to the 29th, 2023, Liberia, Liberia, and that's $3,800. And then November 16th to the 27th, 2023, Tanzania. We're going there uh, this November, November 17th to the 28th. And then next year, November the 16th to the 27th. And there's still $3,800 to Tanzania. And then December 24th, 2023 to January 4th, 2024, South Africa for $4,000. Brothers and sisters, go on the website. You can learn uh, information, all kind of good stuff. There's land for sale, investments, uh, the Black Star repatriation, Pan-African community in Ghana, all kind of good stuff. Everything you need is on the website. Brothers and sisters, if you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see pictures, excuse me, if you want to see videos of previous tours, go to youtube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. That is Africa for the Africans. Brother Bomani is in, is in town here, so give him a call at 404-931-9429. 404-931-9429. Africa for the Africans. Habasha. Habasha Incorporated.org. Habasha. The brothers and sisters are doing the work. Journey to Af- Journey to Ghana with Habasha. Uh, helping, uh, helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. That's what Habasha means. Pan-African organization, great programs, the Habasha Works Program. A lot of them are, are sustainable agriculture, black tar roots, sustainable seeds, golden growers, and urban green jobs. <clears throat> but what's most important is the Kashi Project that is going on in Ghana. And the launch of the project will be uh, this year, October 8th through the 17th. October 8th through the 17th in Ghana. You go to the website, Habasha incorporated.org forward slash Kashi A excuse me K-A-S-I hold on please (laughs) excuse me K-A-S-I Kashi Project and uh, get the information and hopefully maybe you want to go to Africa in October and check it out for yourself beautiful chalets they're building you can live in Africa. You, you, you can live there. That's right. Ledge Group. Ledge, land for the environmental development of group economics. The Ledge Group deals in the four areas of human existence that are so vital for, for us as human beings. That is food, water, clothing, and shelter. On the continent of Africa, they have 12 projects. 
in six different countries, over 170 employed and over 260 as members. Become a member of the Ledge Group. Ledge, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. Abibia Toomey, A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I dot com. Abibia dot com. That's right. Brothers and sisters, go to the website of bbatumi.com and uh, excuse me. They have all kind of good stuff on the website. They have shops where you can buy things, forums, learn just everything. I mean, a bbatumi is outstanding. Make it a favorite when you go to bbatumi.com. A bbatumi, a b i b i t u m i dot com. It's my pharmacy, brothers and sisters. Contact Brother Jabril at 731-327-6229. And listen, if you're thinking about changing your behavior, changing your lifestyle, changing your diet, and all these things from a health standpoint, give him a call. He has a program for you. 731-327-6229. If you want to give him an email, drop him an email. Drop him an email at smypharmacy at gmail. Smypharmacy. Smy, S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. I repeat, S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. Smypharmacy at gmail.com. Boy, I tell you, something just trying to jump on me here. <laughs> well, Dada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar, located here in Atlanta in the West End. On Ralph David Abernathy, right across the street from Soul Vegetarian, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna, and the Shrine of the Black Madonna is now open on weekends, on Friday and Saturday from uh, one to seven on Friday, as well on Saturday, and then one to three on Sunday. Give them a call at four zero four five four nine eight six seven six. That's four zero four five four nine eight six seven six. They're right there in the West End. The Shrine of the Black Madonna, located at 946 Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard. And then up the street, of course, in the same side of the street is Wadada's. Delicious smoothies and fruit drinks and all kinds of good stuff. I tell you, man, Wadada's has come a long way. And those and the sister and, and her crew deserve much love and respect and for what they've done. Give them a call at 404-444-1635. That's 404 404- 444-1635 Wadada's Healthy Marketing Juice Bar. Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Mama Nia, give her a call if you're looking for a book and she has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, t-shirts, figurines, all kinds of good stuff. A lot more room there. It's a bigger place. Give her a call at 404-346-3263. 404-346-3263 in the Greenbrier Mall. The Medu Bookstore. The Black Dot Cultural Center Bookstore in Lithonia that is east of here, off of, right off of I-20 east of Atlanta in Lithonia. Give Brother Gazim De Ajamu a call at 770-305-6373. That's 770-305-6373 at the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. Check them out. The new Black Wall Street Market <clears throat> In Stonecrest, and Stonecrest is just uh, the next exit east of where Lithonia is, in Stonecrest, and that's where you find the new Black Wall Street Market. It used to be a Target, and now it's a 
So, I mean, it's they doing great work in there. A lot of good stores, a lot of good vendors, you know, and then permanent stores, some pop-ups, you know, maybe some food pop-ups. But, oh, man, it's, they're doing work. I, I got to get in there. I've been saying it. I got to get in there. I should try to get the, get in there this, this weekend, you know, and so I can report back to you what additional things that have been done to the new Black Wall Street market there in Stonecrest. The, uh, excuse me, us lifting us to economic development cooperative for our people. Us lifting us every Thursday night, the Thursday night broadcast from 9 to 10 on Thursday night on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU. Us lifting us every Thursday night from 9 to 10. If you want to call to listen, you can do that or call to give questions, comments, or concerns. You can do that as well by dialing 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us, lifting us. The Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon at 2910 Napier Avenue in Macon, Georgia. They're open Tuesdays from Tuesday to Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Brothers and sisters, he has, brother, brother Jabia, Jabia has it packed up in there, Jack. You can buy furniture, clothing, DVD, CDs, incense, oils, jewelry. They even have, they even have a vegan restaurant in there. That's how, you know, this is one stop, brother. Once you get there, you ain't got to go nowhere else. <laughs> All right, brother, give brother BJ a call at 478-256-1166. That's 478-256-1166. That is Homeland Village Cultural Center. Man, excuse me, family. Sun Goddess Sense. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop located at 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall, booth 225. Contact my sister, Shelly Amonset, at 404-434-7963. That's 434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Sanjay-Haiti.org with Sister Gabby in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti. Man, you need to check the website out. Go to S-O-N-J-E-Haiti-A-Y-I-T-I.org. Sanjay-Haiti.org. And, of course, Ackerman. Ackerman House, where you can buy the books. And Ackerman Institute, where you can support the educational endeavor that they have. I'll tell you. Can't beat Baba Barudi and Mama, Mama Yah. Um, they had their online school starting up in August 1st. Starting date is August 1st. And uh, the Akaban Institute is a full-time African-centered homeschool program beginning its 24th year of operation. Courses include math, language, arts, science, social studies, including African and, Af- and American African history, and chess. Courses are taught by instructors who have experienced educating elementary through college-level students. It is open to students from 4th to 12th grade. 4th grade to 12th grade. And this is the 
2022-23 school year. And the courses are done through Zoom. And of course, being that way, you can have, I mean, kids, young people from across the country and literally around the world. The thing about Baruri said he has some students from Ghana, students from Nigeria. So contact Mawali Mubaruri or Inia Baruri at their phone number at 404-753-7237. That's 404-753-7237. Or you can... Uh, <clears throat> By email, and that's Yabaruti at Yahoo, or Mawali Mubaruti at Yahoo, or on Facebook, Akaban Institute. Okay? Just give them, give them a buzz. And uh, next weekend, the 22nd, 24th, the African, the 20, 11th Annual Liberated Minds Black Homeschool and Educational Virtual Expo. And that's a beautiful thing, a beautiful program. And Baba Baruti will be presenting there uh, on the uh, 24th, I believe it is. And this presentation is the reconceptualized identity of a warrior educator. That's right, the reconceptualized. The 11th Annual Liberated Minds Homeschool and Education Expo, lectured by Baba Mawali Bomani Baruti, the reconceptualized identity of a warrior educator. <clears throat> That's going to be Sunday the 24th. Sunday the 24th. And it's going to be uh, 12.30 to 2.30. Okay? And that's at Deliberated Minds. And the um, the quarterly men's gathering the title of this gathering is Warriors, Negroes, and Lost Souls. Baba Baruti will be presenting and with a question and answer to follow. That's going to be on Saturday, August 6th. Saturday, August 6th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Of course, you can uh, go to, you can donate through, and it'll be uh, for Warriors, men, $10, and for the Young Brothers, $5. Okay? And and you you can put the information in that's at, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, family. The information is at, um, include your information. Go to Facebook. Make a $10 donation to via PayPal. Uh, and that's, PayPal is Yabruti at Yahoo. Or Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign Yabruti. Okay? Include the pertinent information, Warriors, Negroes, and Lost Souls. That's the title. Your name and then your email address so they can send you the link. All right? There you go. And the same thing applies to any who um, Sister Circle will be from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. on the 6th of August. From 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. And the same um, cost $1 for adults and $5 for teens. And, of course, the same thing that applies. Um, you can register the $5 by going to either PayPal at Yabaruti at Yahoo or the Cash App, dollar sign Yabaruti. Include your name, the, the information of the program, our life lessons, our life lessons, your name, and your email address so you can get the link. Okay? 
That's August 6th. And then in November, November 19th, 2022, from 5 p.m. to 9, Kibuka. Kibuka. Remembering the Ma'afa through the eyes of our ancestors. Very powerful, brothers and sisters. Very powerful. So, there that is. Where are we at? Okay. I got more stuff before I get into it. I got all kinds of stuff. I think I'll read the Inye Saysim, then I'll come back. I got some more stuff I want to throw on you. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> okay. July 12th. A person who doesn't realize he or she is lost is not looking for a way home. If you don't know you're lost, you're just mirandering. You're just going here and there. You're doing this and that. And you're not trying to find your way home to be who you really are. This cannot be the only reality because we know of others which thrive before it. We know of times when science was a finely tuned divine instrument and not a God-vying weapon welled by pale predatory politics. There were times when people did not glorify property over life or conspire to murder each other over material possessions. Through deliberate study, we can still vicariously view these ages when ranked did not arrogantly define character or license tyranny. When a person's station in life was determined by his or her heart, talents, and desires, and not his or her ascribed privilege or deceit. Though now somewhat clouded, we can remember when good character was inevitable. Not because of its rarity, but because of its presence everywhere we were. So how do we get back to the way we know once governed humanity? without sacrificing the future? How can we move African people and then humanity away from defining an abnormal as normal and the normal as abnormal? It is, even poss- is it even possible for mere humans to perform such a Sankofian task? We know so. It says we think so. so I'm saying we know so. But only if we're mere humans are fully reconnected. Only if we are fully reconnected with spirit. And if we remain constantly aware of the nature of the beast that must die if we are to live. Ooh, that's deep, ain't it? And if we remain consistently aware of the nature of the beast that must die if we're to live. Affirm, I am not lost because I have found my way back home. I say, affirm, <clears throat> I am not lost because I have found my way back home. July 13th, those who seek temporary security rather than basic liberty deserve neither. Queen Mother Moore, Queen Mother Moore. People sense it. They can feel it in the air, even though most cannot identify it or touch it. They know something is wrong, has been wrong, terribly wrong. But whatever it is, it has run its course. It has returned home. For it has nowhere else to go. It could no longer hide behind blaming others. It is afraid. And it, is, and it, and it fears re, reacts with terror against anyone or anything within its reach. Truth always surfaces. 
It cannot be hidden or African warrior scholars could not know what we know. But to set us free from this terror, it must be acted upon. It must correctly be dealt with firmly and finally and forever. We must become the force of correction or our enslavement becomes more sophisticated and indefinite. Enslavers learn from and correct those mistakes that in the past threatened their reality with revolution from below. Embracing the wisdom of those who have earned the right to be called elders and ancestors, we must walk their path if we are to eliminate this chaos from humanity. In this quest, African warrior scholars must know we owe our people answer only to the universe and can no longer allow Europeans to spread their destructive confusion. Of this, there can be no doubt. Ashay. Affirm, I am forced. I'm a force of correction. Affirm, I am a force of correction. Brothers and sisters, the Inye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought. Having been here in a while you know haven't been here in a while it's always always good to go to information that I have repeated consistently over the years now because that information is deep eternal it's always relevant and it does what it's supposed to do makes us think make us understand help us to rationalize help us to come into that being where we need to be this is brother Ezra Arahone this is brother Ezra Arahone the sovereign psyche This is deep. I love this one because this is so true. There is no other historical instance of a formerly enslaved people who valued integration with their former captors to the point where they completely abandoned the superior wealth of their own homeland. There is no other historical instance. Nobody can find this where people were enslaved by a people that when their people broke away from them, they truly broke away from them. But no, we cling to these son of a bitches. We cling to them. And we abandon our homeland. We abandon the richness and the wealth of our homeland where everybody else wants it and trying their damnedest to to take all that they can. It should tell you something, brothers and sisters, that after all that exploitation of hundreds of years, it is still the richest continent on the damn planet. It should tell you something. Damn it, let's go home. Don't get me started, right? Don't get me started.
This is Lord Macaulay, his address to Britain, to the British Parliament in 1835, February 2nd of 1835. He said, I have traveled across the length and breadth of Africa and have not seen one person who was a beggar, who was a thief. Such wealth I have seen in this country, such high moral values, people of such caliber that I do not think we would ever conquer this country unless, unless we break the very backbone of this nation, which is our spiritual and cultural heritage. And therefore, I propose that we replace her old and ancient education system and her culture. For if the Africans think that all that is foreign and English is good and greater than their own, they will lose their self-esteem, their native culture, and they will become what we want them to be, a totally dominated people, a totally dominated race. I, I, I read these all the time, brother, because they're deeply profound. It is what has happened, the truth that we must face, and, and then the questions that are raised are what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? Okay, where that at? Come on now. Thank you for your patience, family. Here it is right here. Here it is right here. I believe strongly and sincerely that with a deep-rooted wisdom and dignity, the innate respect for human lives, the intense humanity that is our heritage, the African culture united under one federal government will emerge not just as another world block to flaunt its wealth and strength but has a great power whose greatness is indestructible because it is built not on fear or envy and suspicion nor one at the expense of others but founded on the hope trust and friendship and directed to the good of all mankind Kwame Nkrumah the speech of freedom in 1961. A few years later, if we do not approach the problems in Africa with a common front and a common purpose, we shall be haggling and wrangling amongst ourselves until we are colonized again and become the trolls of a far greater colonialism than we had suffered heretofore. To be truly liberated, African people must come to know the nature of European thought and behavior in order to understand the effect the European has had on our ability to think victoriously. We must be able to separate our thoughts from their thoughts and so to visualize a future that is not dominated by Europeans. This is 
This is demanded by an African-centered view because why? We are Africans and because the future towards, the future towards which the European leads us is genocide. My dear friend, Dr. Marimba Ani, Mama, Mama Marimba Ani. I'll tell you, why is this so important? Why is this so important? I'll tell you, because a lot of times we don't know what the hell's important, do we? <laughs> we don't. We think elections are important. <laughs> we think elections are important. Elections ain't sh- yeah. This is why. This is why, family. Um, there is a lot of talk of late on the African continent about the fact that Africans are awaking. There is a lot of talk about the fact that we are woke. But the question that I'd like to ask you is, almost a hundred years ago, a man called Marcus Garvey rose and told Africans that they must unite. Unite in their control of resources. Unite as nations. Unite their imaginations, their dreams, aspirations, and capabilities to grow in Africa and a race that will be able to self-determine and compete against other races. A man called Kwame Nkrumah came and said the same message. And another by the name of Malcolm X said the same. But the question is, after almost a century since the rise of Marcus Garvey, has Africa achieved unity? Do we control our resources? Do we unite in our aspirations, dreams? And have we elevated Africa into a continent and a race that can compete and self-determine against other races? The truth of the matter is we have failed. We have failed because we have remained divided. We've continued to work as 54 different states that continue to be subjugated. This is why the French continue to have 14 colonies on the African continent. It is why 36 African countries have got American bases in AFRICOM on their soil. It is why many African countries continue to sell their resources, their institutions for debt to countries like China. And the question that I'm now challenging you, the woke generation, with is what are we going to do about it? The reason we've got wars on the African continent is because we're being divided for conquest. The reason we've got sanctions on the African continent is that all the independent knowledge and education, the power to take control of our resources can be destroyed so that Africa can continue to be colonized by our Western colonizers. This is why now we need to rise. Remember that you, the African-American, with all your paper money, the greatest wealth among all black nations, only have paper money, but the true wealth is in Africa. 
The true wealth is the reason why Africa is under sanctions and war. The one that Europeans want to keep for themselves. You need to bring your paper money, your skill, your knowledge, your frustration back to Africa to invest it in the control of real wealth and real resources in the form of the oil, the diamonds, coal, lithium, cassiterite, and all the other resources that the Western worlds are fighting to control in Africa. Your paper money can be leveraged into machines, skills, technology, and the knowledge that Africa needs in order to move and prosper. You, the Caribbean, with your skill, power, determination, you, the Jamaican, the first people to resist European colonialism, you, the Haitian, the very first black peoples to defeat a European army. You are the answer to Africa's problems. You, the European African, with all that you've learned and earned, the basketball player, the soccer player, the sportsman, the singer, the musician, the actor, with all your billions of dollars, are the investment that Africa needs to stop its dependency on the colonizer. It's about time that we rose. And I'm saying that Marcus Garvey's dream can be fulfilled because when he dreamt it, not a single country, not a single African country was independent. When he dreamt it, not many black billionaires existed, if any. But today we've got black billionaires. Today, the richest man in Africa is a black man. We have what it takes and the capacity that it takes to grow our continent into being a continent that can be respected, can self-determine, control its resources, control the processing of those resources and create currencies based on those resources to be the leading economy in the world. With that, we can industrialize grow up the technology curve and begin to create the machinery, the tools to defend the sovereignty of this continent. And now I say it's time that we unite. We have countries like Zimbabwe under U.S. war sanctions to make it unattractive for any African to come because Europeans are preserving it for themselves. But I'm inviting you my African-American brother, you Africans in the diaspora, you Africans on the continent to say, come and take advantage of the greatest reserves of lithium, crow, gold, true wealth, land, an opportunity to develop infrastructure for us to create wealth as a people for yourselves, for the advancement of Africa. The time to awake is now, but awakening takes action, pride, investment, development, innovation to give our people power. This is the time. Time is now. As the saying goes, it's been time. <laughs>
<laughs> it's been time, and you know it. We all know it. But the problem, of course, it, you know, I put the blame where it squarely belongs. There are many of our people who want to blame us continuously <clears throat> as if what we have gone through and what we continue to go through has no bearing on our mindset and the decisions that we make and how we treat our, ourselves, how we treat each other. You know, we're, we're at war. We're at war for the minds of our people. You know, if you listen to this program all the way to the end, and I hope sometime that you do, you know, that when I sign off, you know, this program is, you know, dedicated to helping to free the African mind. Not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they sure hell, damn it, don't want to pay for it. And that's the fact. We're at war for the minds of our people, but not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E. The African mind and the African minds of mineral wealth. The technology that I'm broadcasting on so you're able to hear me wherever you are when you either call the number 215-490-9832 or when you go online or you connect through uh, TuneIn, which is a uh, mass radio station connecting app that connects you to radio stations around the world. Whatever how you do it, when you call that number, whatever way you do it, the technology is there and the means to do it is because of the materials and the minerals that we have, that we have the cobalt that allows it to happen. I've played for you a number of times. <clears throat> maybe before I get into the intellectual warfare, maybe I just let me see if I can push this, bring this up right quick. It's not going to be long, you know, this cat, Howard Nichols. And I've played it for you many times. You know, it's a damn shame, this cat. Yeah. Howard Nichols. Uh, oh, no, I know it's over here. Yeah, it's over here. I haven't, I haven't gone to Afropedia in a while either. You know, you need to go there, brothers and sisters, Afropedia. A-F-R-I-P-E-D-I-A dot com. Afropedia dot com. They have a lot of, of uh, <clears throat> videos, you know, that... Um, very good videos, interesting. I mean, I don't know if they've put some more videos on it. I haven't been here in a while. I know the ones that they had were outstanding. 
Here's uh, Howard Nichols. Let's see. Hope this ain't too long. It's another. This is Howard Nichols. Uh, I'm going to play part of it. And then. Um, so, um, I must thank the Critical Collective again for inviting me. I thought they never would after the last bad thing that I said. I must have upset lots of people, I'm sure. Every time I make a presentation, I upset lots of people, but never the critical collective, so we must be thinking alike. Uh, I congratulate them, really. Uh, it's amazing to see so many people here. Uh, and I also congratulate scholars uh, for linking again with critical collective. It's been some time, and I hope this partnership continues and flourishes, because this is just amazing to see the number of people. I, I have to apologize for two things. The first is, uh, I have to apologize in advance, I'm not an expert on Africa. Uh, what I'm going to offer you, perhaps it's not enough, but it's some commonsensical observations. Uh, I hope it's common sense. Uh, but uh, sometimes it's better not to be an expert, you know, to be able to see things from slightly afar. The second thing is, I'm wearing my own trousers. I was fixing my bike, so I wore my old trousers, and so please don't be in this part, because my wife will immediately divorce me. That's enough of that. <laughs> I want to, you know, I want to beat his ass, don't you? I want to beat his ass. I got to take a break because I want to beat Howard Nicholas's ass. Let's be clear about this. But, you know, and he's being as arrogant and as smug as he is, he's being very sincere in terms of the global Caucasian collective. That's why I'm saying this is intellectual warfare that we're engaged in. And a lot of times we don't know that we're in a war. We merrily, merrily, merrily go about our damn business without a damn care in the world. And only thing we care about because we're in America and Western society is ourselves. That's why this is this situation we're in is not good for African people. This is not good for African people. This situation here perpetuates individualism, materialism, 
greed, and violence. We're in an African society that is truly us. It's collectivism. It's sharing. It's understanding. It's communal. We must do everything in our power to hell with him. We must do everything in our power. Brothers and sisters, you're listening, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We'll be right back. You stay with us. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network for podcasting or live program scheduling. Hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
Time for an awakening media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. You're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Media on Tuesdays from 8 to 9 8 to 10, excuse me, Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers on Tuesdays from 8 to 10. And then on Fridays from 8 to 10, from eight until, Time for an Awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And then on Saturdays from 7 to 9 on Saturdays, the Sankofa Elders Council. And on Sundays at 7 p.m., once again, Time for an Awakening. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. Intellectual warfare is what we're engaged in. And a lot of us don't understand warfare. We, to many of our people, they don't have a damn clue about what's going on. But we're engaged in it. And our very survival is at stake. Our very existence. There's no more cotton to pick. Tobacco, sugar cane, there's no more of that. No more meaning stuff. The only thing they can do, in fact, they got the machinery to go into Africa and take whatever the hell they want. Oh yeah, I know they used child labor in a number of things, especially when they were first digging cobalt in Sierra Leone and other places. They do what they have to do. But now we're become expendable and we're on the largest populations on the planet. And that's not an issue of <clears throat> as the Europeans was talking about, Africa's overcrowded. No, it ain't. No, it's not. I did a program about how important it is to have people to maintain a culture, to maintain a society. And in the fact that our people are the youngest population on the planet. 
We're the oldest people on the planet, the first ones here, and also the youngest. <clears throat> Excuse me, family. From the Crusader, from the Chicago Crusader, my good friend and ancestor, brother Conrad, Dr. Conrad World, his article on intellectual warfare, Dr. Carruthers and intellectual warfare. It is very important for African people in America to educate and re-educate ourselves about our history and its relationship to the important ideas that shape how we see the world. We are still challenged today to create an educational climate that inspires African youth in America to understand that the purpose of education is to develop the skills and historical understanding of the past as it relates to the present and future in preparation for working for self and the liberation of African people. This is the challenge of the 21st century to defeat the 100-year tradition established by the European cultural educational leaders who created curriculums for Africans in America, Africans on the continent, designed to prepare them to work, designed to prepare them to work for crackers. Dr. Carter G. Woodson, who founded in February of 1926, what at the time was called Negro History Week, which later in 1976 evolved, evolved into They call it Black History Month. I call it African and American African History Month. Would indeed be inspired by the ongoing discussions and debates over the contribution of African people to the history of the world. The movement was led by Dr. Woodson, helped by the foundation for the current African Center Educational Movement that has become the catalyst for the intense study of Africa and the history of African people throughout the world. 365 days a year, ain't no month, ain't no day, week, month. It is every day ongoing. We should all read or reread Dr. Jacob Carruthers' profound book, Intellectual Warfare. It is a very important continuing effort for us as African people in America to educate and re-educate ourselves about our history as it relates to the important ideas that shape how we see the world. We must continue this effort beyond African History Month and carry it into the rest of our years and into our, instill it into our daily lives. Instill it into our daily lives. For over 35 years, Baba Jake, Baba Jim Sahudi, Jehudi, Jacob Carruthers, played a leading role as a scholar and intellectual activist in the development of the African-centered education movement. Baba Jetty, Dr. Carruthers, was a tenured professor in the College of Education and Inner City Studies, undergrad and graduate programs at Northeastern Illinois University in Chicago, and retired as Professor Emeritus along with Dr. Anderson Thompson, Andy Thompson. Man, both of those brothers. Out of Chicago, when I joined ASCAC, in fact, I had him in Milwaukee and knew Andy well. Great, oh, good man, what a beautiful spirit. Anderson Thompson. So was Baba Jake. Baba Jake was no, yeah, he was no joke. That's for damn sure. Loved him. <clears throat> 
Dr. Jake helped shape both the undergrad and graduate curricula that have become known throughout the country for providing a theoretical and practical understanding of the impact of the political, economic, social, and cultural forces on people who live in the inner cities throughout the, throughout the world. Of course, one of the largest groups to live in the inner cities is African people. Therefore, a great deal of Dr. Carruthers' writings and lectures concentrated on Caucasian, European, European Caucasian extremism, racism, and privilege, better known as white supremacy. On the white supremacy intellectual assault on African people and the world, Dr. Carruthers has been magnificent in exposing the European intellectual tyranny and its impact on the education of African people. What did I, did I do something? <laughs> okay, here we go. Therefore, a great deal of Dr. Carruthers' writings and lectures concentrated on European, Caucasian, extremely white supremacy and assault on African people in the world. Dr. Carruthers has been magnificent in exposing the European intellectual tyranny and, and its impact on the education of African people. It was his association with the late, great Senegalese scholar, Dr. Sheikh Ante Jop, and the late great scholar, teacher, Dr. John Henry Clark, that helped propel the genius of Dr. Carruthers' insight into the deep well of African worldview. As a founding president of the Association for the Study of Classical African Civilization, ASCAC, Dr. Carruthers helped shape an organizational format for African-centered scholars, teachers, and students, and the overall African community to have a collective vehicle in which to pursue the building of the African-centered educational movement. His leadership in this regard has been monumental and inspiring to hundreds of scholars, teachers, and students throughout the African world community. Man, I'm moving this thing with my fingers, y'all. And I don't know, I'm, I, I must be doing something wrong, but it's going to be all right. <laughs> In this connection, Dr. Carruthers' book, Intellectual Warfare, prepares us to function in this 21st century with a sharper understanding of our challenges as an African people. The book is organized in five sections. Part one, the nature of the war. Part two, defenders of Western civilization. Part three, intellectual civil war. Part four, the champions of African-centered thought. And part five, toward the restoration of African civilization. In the preface of the intellectual warfare, Dr. Carruthers explains, these essays reflect the thought of the Chicago group and the African community of Chicago. It was simply a vehicle through which hmm, ideas flowed. Even the mistakes of our mistakes rather than minds alone. The conceptualization of our work as an intellectual warfare emerged out of the actual battles in which we were engaged. In his first chapter, Dr. Carruthers instructs us by pointing out, thus, those who have been waging the long war to liberate African history and culture have been fighting the following two battles. Number one, 
an international war against European intellectuals. And number two, a civil war against the colonized African spokespersons who have who are trained by Europeans to undermine African independence. The war is truly, as Andy, as, as Andy Thompson says, a battle for the African mind. Or as Dr. Asa Hilliard and the First World Alliance put it, a battle to free the African mind. Thus, those, those who believe in just cause of the long war to liberate African history and culture must read and reread and study Dr. Jacob Carruthers' most insightful observation, wisdom, and his deep well of understanding that is shared in intellectual warfare. My good friend, Dr. Conrad Worrell, also Professor Emeritus of the Carruthers Center. They renamed it the Carruthers Center for Inner City Studies in Chicago, Illinois. Jacob Carruthers. We are at war. We got a lot of time. Brothers and sisters, we got a lot of time. So uh, <clears throat> let's see a few people here. If you want to engage in this conversation, hit star twice. Hit star twice. If you want to engage in this conversation. And, and you know, the bottom line is this is what we must think about. This is much. This is this is what we must talk about. Because really, everything else is moot. Everything else is irrelevant. It's trivial. It's not. It's. I ain't gonna say it's nonsense, but let's be real. If we're not talking about instilling in us the knowledge of self, and then being the example for others. So when they look at us, they see themselves reflected in, <coughs> excuse me, man. <coughs> they see themselves reflected and also them requiring the knowledge of self and they teach and show it to others and so on and so on. No, I don't believe we'll all get it. We'll all leave here. We'll all go home. No. There only will be a fraction of us. But we must lay the gauntlet down. Either you're with us or you're not. And if you're with us, we're getting ready to go. If you're not, you hang here and you deal with whatever consequences there might be for you. I would hope you wouldn't be an agent provocateur. I would hope you wouldn't be a turncoat. I would hope you wouldn't be none of that. But knowing how things are, you probably will. You know, you probably will. But then again, we find you in our midst. We deal with you. We ain't turning you over to the cracker. We deal with you. Because we're not, what we're talking about as African people is independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty. And so therefore, nobody's in our business. We handle our own affairs. We catch you, your ass. You trying to sabotage something? You trying to do something to disrupt what we're trying to do as a people for our very survival by, by you currying favor with Caucasians because maybe he'll give you some of the crumbs off his table? Oh, hell no. You are going to go. 
you're going to go. Because we have a, from this moment on, a forward flow towards liberation, a forward flow towards sovereignty on the land of our ancestors. And I'm talking about the whole of it. When you see the continent of Africa, ever how you see it on a map, on a picture, or the whatever, all of it in the north, south, east, and west, and Madagascar. That's right. All of that's us. I ain't talking about, I'm not going to get in no damn debate about the Sinai and Arabia. Damn that. I'm talking about just that. Let us deal with that. Just like, I, you know, <clears throat> here in this country, here in America, I ain't getting a damn debate about none of it. <coughs> I apologize, family. I uh, got into some kind of coughing spell or something uh, this morning. Man, it was, I don't know what happened. I don't know. If what I did yesterday or whatever man but anyway uh, no uh uh I give less than a rat's ass what happens here I deeply care about what we're going to venture into on the continent when we control the land we control the resources it is upon us to develop the infrastructure. It is upon us to develop highways, ports, airports, schools, hospitals, towns, subdivisions, lands, all of these things. All of these things have to be done. There is enough room. There is, I mean, right now, when you're talking about the Sudan, South Sudan, which is the latest country to be developed on the continent, breaking away from Sudan, the South Sudan, in serious problems because of the war with Ukraine and Russia. Ukraine was providing food. Ukraine was providing food for a lot of countries. You think there's a better situation in Ukraine in terms of land and in terms of development of food uh, stocks than in Africa? Please. South of the Sahara, or as they like to say, it's sub-Saharan, is, ain't no damn riddle with jungle. It's grassland. It's land that could be utilized for... <clears throat> mass production of crops and you don't even have to disrupt the 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 inhabitants for animals their habitat and migration patterns you don't have to disrupt you can coordinate that with that we could literally feed the world African can feed itself and feed the world we have a caller 447-447 Good afternoon, 447. Okay. We have a wireless caller calling from New York. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, afternoon Baba Ochi. How are you? 
I am doing well, my brother. How are you? How you doing, brother Paul, from across the pond? What's happening? Well, you know, against all the turmoil um, and all the politicians and the politicians' war and dilemmas, we're we're alive, brother. We're yeah. alive and kicking. You know? That's right. So, That's right. And we got to be the clarion call. We gotta we gotta blow the the, the war horn, brother. That's what we gotta do. That's what we do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Every, every day, every day is a is a is a present. So that's right. We got to use, use that, utilize that present to um, mm-hmm. try and shake up some changes. That's we? right. Because tomorrow, because tomorrow we don't know. But if you are if you're in the present, you deal with it. You deal absolutely, with it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, as, as you mentioned on this side of the pond, you, I don't know if you're aware, there. Um, <clears throat> Polytricking for a new leader of of, of a, a right. new government. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They made they've, Boris. They've, they've, they made Boris Johnson resign. To, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, they've come to the realization that this current uh, clown called Boris Johnson is a a, a liar, a compulsive liar, mm, wow. and uh, a cheat. Uh, you know, and uh, I think they've come to a realization that, um, as far as they're concerned, mm-hmm. he can't be trusted. And the people who vote the right conservative, uh, but don't you know have what? No faith in him. But, but you know, but you know what, though, Paul, the irony is, is that Donald Trump is much worse than Boris Johnson, and yet in this country, in this country, there are still a lot of people who support Donald Trump and the fact that he's going to announce supposedly that he's going to me, his announcement is bullshit because he should be in jail. There should be no way in hell that this man can run for president after what he has done, but we'll see. But that's how I look at it. But I understand what you're saying about Boris Johnson. To me, he was always a clown anyway. Absolutely. But you know, you know what, right? Um, on the other side of the coin, the way I the way I look at it, to be honest with you, I think characters like Donald Trump and um, Bojo the Clown, they're they they're needed in this society because too many of us are complacent in this game of politicians. We we actually believe that this, this game called politics actually is going to um, help us to or reward us with some sort of um, some sort of price, and in reality, it's a game set to just preserve the status quo. I mean, what you know, the, uh, Donald Trump. I, I, I hear what you say about Donald Trump, but I feel I feel that all Donald Trump does, like Boris Johnson, they just highlight, they're just the spotlight for the uh, internal mechanisms of a game which has been played for a long time. And each, each, uh, no matter whether it's the left or the right. Each when they come into power, they play the same game. Every so often, you get these charismatic characters who just shine a a spotlight on the reality of what you're dealing with. Some are better at hiding it, you know. And uh, you know, we 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 well, the the people believe that they're there to support them or they're there to actually serve their their agenda. When in actual fact, they're just there to serve the status quo. Exactly. And yeah, that, I mean, it's it's it's, it's kind of clear. It's kind of clear. And yeah, I, I'm not saying that you know. People, some people say, 
oh, don't vote or don't get involved. I ain't, I'm not saying that because it's just a game. It's a game is mm. what it is. Right. And I think that if, 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 you, if, you, if you overstand it as a game and you, and you can play the game and you can play it well, you can do well. But I think we take this game too seriously. We, we treat it like, like it's a church, like it's moral, like it's actually going to um, deliver what it says it's going to right. deliver. Right, exactly. It's because it's not and intended that, that, to do that. so. You're, you're right, Paul. You're right. Yeah, and, and, and you know what upsets me as well, right? Those who talk about not voting or what this and that and that. The reality of it is we, among ourselves, we play similar games among ourselves. Let me explain what I'm saying. You know, um, you get in, in this polytrickian game, you get backstabbing, yeah? We do that among ourselves. And we can't say we don't because we do. We, we cheat. We do that among ourselves. We can't say that we don't because we do. We don't need them to do these things because we do. You know, we know that we have certain principles like my art, right? But we don't really practice those pr- pr- um, principles. We, we, you know, so at the end of the day, it's not as if we can't play the game. But the bottom line is, you know, we only seem to play these games among ourselves instead of playing it against our adversaries. You know, when it comes to... to because it's a team sport as well. <laughs> you know, and it's not that yeah. we're not good at playing team sports because we are good at playing team sports, but we seem to only want to play these um, nefarious games among ourselves instead of playing it against our adversaries. We're not, we don't seem to be good at that for some strange reason. Maybe it's the programming or the um, indoctrination. Yeah. It's the indoctrination because you're not trained to, to work together. Yeah, you work together on the football field, on the soccer field, on the basketball exactly. court. But no, but not in the game of, of the life, which is uh, uh, <clears throat> the area they're dictating. No, you don't work together. You know, they work together clandestinely because they're all about in the Western society, individualism, materialism, greed and violence. But one thing that I learned, Brother Paul, that I realized in my study that these Caucasians, you know, we've we've civilized them many times. We civilized them back when the Greeks came to study at our feet. We civilized them in Rome. We civilized them. And then when the uh, medieval times came, the Moors civilized them again when they were in the western part of Europe, in Spain and Portugal. We civilized them. But then when they came into their so-called renaissance, their so-called awakening, and realized that even though they may war amongst themselves, they're going to come together. They're going to unify on all those who are outside of them. And they went around the world taking everybody's stuff in the name of Spain, Portugal, France, England, Germany, whatever, and subjugated all these people and just took their stuff. They didn't come to bargain. They didn't come to trade. No, they came to take. And then when they raped the women, seeing that the offspring did not look like them, causing, just as Francis Cress Welsing said, an innate fear in them of genetic annihilation, they realized that's, that's the same thing about this abortion, abortion issue. They're, they've been experiencing negative population growth for decades. A Caucasian named Ben Wathenberg, a European Jew named Ben Wathenberg, wrote a book about it back in the 80s. Pat Buchanan, that racist son of a bitch, mentioned it as well. They're not having any children. In fact, uh, 
I don't know about they were paying women in 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 Britain or in England to have children. They were paying women in in Germany and a few other places to have children because they have been they have addressed. They have been experiencing negative population growth. That's what we became a reality uh, in the early part of the pandemic. Their population, because it was so damn old, it was so older, they had a lot of preconditioned health problems, and they were dropping like flies. Oh, even deeper than that, Paul. Pa- uh, uh, go ahead. Pa- pa- Ochi, go ahead. Can I ask you a question, sure. if you don't mind, Dale? Sure. Um, what, what is your um, view on um, black women and abortion? Realistically, that's a tough one. Yeah, it is because realistically, uh, if in the right society, I would be truly, you know, not you know uh, against abortion. But if a woman wants to have an abortion, to me, that's between her, uh, uh, her family, and and her healthcare provider. I'm not a proponent or opponent of it, you know. Uh, but in in terms of family, in terms of developing a group of family. You want to have kids, but you also want to have kids in the right kind of environment. You want to bring kids up so they can be their best as they get older. And then when they're old enough, they know how to be a man. They know what it takes to be a woman. That's what you want. But you see right now, you look at, I don't know about England, but I know there's a lot of kids around that just have no clue about what the hell is happening. And, and these kids band together and form these gangs. They're uneducated. They don't want education because they're just going to do what the hell they want to do. So, so you know, it's not a good situation. You see, you see, I hear that. I hear that, right? But I, I, I'm a bit. I have a little contradiction in my mind. Um, I know you've got a daughter. I've got three daughters. I got two. And um, okay, <laughs> okay, you've got two daughters. I got mm-hmm. three daughters. Yeah, and. You know, one of them is in her thirties, and I and I think about this sometimes. You know, I have I I don't have no sisters. I only have brothers, and I know, without even talking to my brothers, that my daughter, although she's in her thirties, is still their responsibility. And what do I mean by that? You know, I I hear things like come back for me via my dad, like the way they feel. You know, it's it's they have daughters, and their daughter is just as important as my daughter. If you understand, and yes, their daughters, yes, to me, yes, yeah, I understand. Like if I if I see one of them acting appropriately somewhere, right, I take you, control of that. Situation right, you check that. Like you check that. Yes, I agree. That's how we behave. Mm-hmm. We don't. We, I don't have to go to my brother and say this and that and that. Right, I just take care of the situation. Right, right, and that 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 seems to not be suitable to a lot of people. I see that as a a, a traditional value uh, because when I was growing up. That's how I see be, the older people behave, and I and uh, although I I, I grew up in the seventies, and I, I I'm a victim of this so-called socialization and this genetic um, this uh, this engineering, mm-hmm. I still see those traditional values, and I find it hard to accept when people say it's just a woman's choice, because we're talking about. I mean, you raised the subject about. Um, this abortion thing but in reality what i really was more important to me is not whether they want to change the law on it it's how many babies black babies are we destroying that's really how more important to me because i some of the sometimes when i hear the figures i don't want to repeat it because it's embarrassing and it's shocking to me and 
you know, I wonder, you know, because we seem to be, always jump on these people's bagwangers and don't really look, shine a mirror at ourselves and look at what's happening with us. If you talk about Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood wasn't something that we devised. It's something they devised, okay? Um, and, you know, we follow it and we come up with all these arguments, which, in my view, are their arguments, mm-hmm. you know, um, really, which we adopt. Or, or, you know, but really, we're not really seriously looking at the figures. I mean, how many abortions from black women took place last year in America? I venture to say hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Hundreds Maybe of even thousands. millions. You know. You know, and, these, these, and, and, this, and the same situation is there because these people are quick to advise us in anything which goes against us or our future. And, you know, we, we, we're really quick to, to, to jump in the stream of their um, uh, neoliberalism and their, their their crazy ideas. And in reality, we are still the victims. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe somebody who's listened to this conversation has a different view. You know, and I would like to hear it. Okay. I would like to hear how they feel about that, okay. how they feel about uh, uh, um, so-called African-American women and abortion. Okay, let me see if we had a few people on, on the line. Let me just put you on hold, Brother Paul. 404-44-453, good afternoon. Hey, Yehudu, Yehudu, Yehudu brother, my brother. and family, man. Hey, my brother, how you doing? Like brother? I, Research West. Hey, I'm just... Hey, hey, bro, I'm just enjoying all this shit coming to an end. Like I told Paul the other week, man, London Bridge is falling down. You see what happened to Boris? He just shit on himself, man. It's over. So just no. relax and chill. Well, you know they're going to get Well, you know they're going to get another one. That's all they're going to do. They're going to get another one. Just like uh, that. man, it's, it's over, that's, bro. That's all they it's do. Over. Buckingham Palace locked down. This shit is done, man. Okay, we'll I see. I told y'all, man. We, we, yes, yeah, you'll see. I well, listen. years, man. I was off. I was off on two, two hundred seventeen years, man. But my calculation is, I've been told, you see it all this shit coming down, man. Mm-hmm. The whole, all the evil stuff on the planet coming to an end. Uh, well, even I, I heard one of the uh, African uh, 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 leaders was assassinated the same day they killed, uh, allegedly killed Ab- Abraham Tavito, man. I think the president of Angola was okay. assassinated, man. Oh, that's that, that's so re- that's recent. Here, that's recent. You, you mean yes, when, when they yeah. just killed when they, when, they, when they just killed last week the uh, former uh, prime minister of Japan? Uh, at that same time, they killed an African, another African leader. Is that what you say? Just said. Yes, check it out. Angola. In Angola, okay. And, yeah, and most of them people are is against what they, these devils are doing. Man, it's uh-huh. over, bro. This shit is over, man. That's why I. I I'm shutting it down again. Like I said, it's six thousand year Ruby and you're six thousand, man. I was off by two hundred seventeen years. Okay. But we are six thousand. Well, so that's why everything crumbling down, bro. Well then there's all this evil shit coming to an end, man. So 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 Paul proposed a question about abortion. What is your what is your opinion on abortion? Particularly as it relates to sisters. Has it relates to Well, sisters if they stupid, man. Some of these sisters are stupid. They're the daughters of men. Fair. In the, in the book, man. So they're stupid. 
They want to have an abortion, take that shot. That damn shot will make they won't have no more babies. Their whole fetus will fall out, man. <laughs> so they want to have an abortion, that's on them, man. You mean take You mean what take take what shot the the the, the uh, it, yeah. The virus shot? Yeah. Yeah, just take it, man. My research said all kind of women having damn miscarriages, a man can't get it up, make his dick soft and everything, man. So, I mean, it's over, bro. So don't worry about it, man. They put it, quit eating that food, man. Oh. I sent you uh, 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 all the information. Right, right. I saw that. I appreciate that. Right. Food, man. Right, aborted so seeds. Just chill out, man. Yeah, okay. Quit worrying about stuff, man. You just chill out, chill, watch the show, well, let me... eat some popcorn. <laughs> well, let me just say this. You know, we, they've been talking about uh, the ending and calamities happening, and obviously one can make an argument uh, because of the climate change, particularly that it is being sped up, and and a lot of the chaos around the world is being sped up. So I understand what you're saying, Brother West, in that respect. But we'll see, you know, we'll see. Yes, sir. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We in year six thousand, man. Yeah. So six thousand year rule is over, bro. Well, as far as okay. I'm concerned, so, and I hear you, I hear what you're saying, but as far as I'm concerned, the most important thing for us as African people not to just, you know, be bystanders and 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 just check out the proceedings, but for us to, you know, take the shackles off our ass, take the vice grip off our minds, and begin to look at each right. other and come embrace each other, to unify and to work together. Not here. I agree, man. I not agree. Here, not but here. Some of these Negroes that took them shots, man, they put venom in that snake bite shit, man. Well, I, hey. That's why people acted all crazy, bro. You well, there's a lot of people who have taken those shots. I agree. There's a lot of people who have taken yep. those shots. I know I haven't, but okay, I know I won't. See. But we'll okay, see. that's good. You good, bro. <laughs> all right, Joe. All but right, just bro. watch and see what I tell y'all, man. I'm, I'm just like Noah Nicodemus, man. Nick- Nicodemus. Okay, I'm <laughs> trying to bring it. Yeah, Nick you know what Nicodemus did? One, yeah. who, one who did research, man. Yeah. That's what Nicodemus did. He did research. Man. Okay, well, that's you, man. I can we born again when we already been born. Right. Bro, just relax and chill. I, I we show love each other, man. I told y'all what to do, man. All right, don't brother. Don't argue with nobody. Go, don't don't just, go past three minutes, man. Show love. Ain't nothing but love. The ones that got love going to make it through. And I show okay. God love and for you, Brother West. Yes, sir, bro. Appreciate I got love you. for you and the family, man. Just all be right. cool, relax. All right. Love. I love y'all. Take care, all my brother. Just world. stay. Paul and all. Y'all, oh yes, man. just all around just, the world. Just stay on. I got another brother on on the other line. Stay on. Peace out. Peace. Two two one five two one five. Good afternoon. Is that you, brother Olsey? Yes, it can is. You I can hear you. Hey, peace and blessings. Your uh, recording thing was talking at the same time. I didn't understand. Oh, okay. Okay. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, brother. How are you, man? Brother, they couldn't beat me if I <laughs> met them. ABCT, man, on the case. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. I want to comment on the brother from the pond. I agree with his last sentiments. And the reason why I stand, now, everybody has a choice, like you said. I believe women have a choice. You know, certain circumstances that you have to do what you have to do. And, it's, of course, I agree with you that it's not my decision. Right. But it becomes my decision. If I'm a male, which has happened to me, and a woman decided to get an abortion, and I was against it, and she did it anyway, I that is the worst thing in the world. I broke up with the female, never seen her again, sure. never had anything ever to do with her. Sure. So I believe that it's two sides to this story. Mm-hmm. Now, there's other circumstances, like I said, that warrant you need one. Now, besides that, of course, Margaret Sanger said it, and yeah. the person who That's helped right. her enroll, 
That's the person right. that was behind Roe recanted on his deathbed that they purposely said they were going to eradicate the world of brown people. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. from that standpoint, I'm against anything that they say. They always say they're trying to help us, but there never is any help and any good resources that come out of anything that they've done that's for us. Right. Especially that's those right. That's right. Jeez, that's right. And, and about the Donald Trump. Now, he is the worst president. I don't agree with uh, uh, he should go to jail for that reason on January 6th. I believe he should go to jail for warp speed. I believe anyone involved, I'm talking about that sellout uh, Obama and all of those people who orchestrated the psychological and biological warfare on, on the human race. Mm. Oh, what wow. Yeah. Yeah. What they conspired to do, and they boasted about it. They put it on the internet in 2019. Mm -hmm. They did all of these things, spar wars and all of this stuff, and rehearsed it. And I told you that I was part of the rehearsals, and they don't tell us what we're doing, but we practice. We put on these suits. We put on these respirators. We run these triage areas. We get tags, red, blue, black. And, you know, black, you're dead, and we, these people get dressed up, and they come in, and we work these things, and then when you see it after it's done, you you see how diabolical these people are. Mm -hmm. Now, for him allowing that damn warp speed to go through, killed millions. Most, A lot of my family and my friends are no longer here today. They cannot speak and say what that shot, that clock <clears throat> shot did to them. The fact of the matter is that these people are walking around and planning it again is the worst thing and an abomination. And the Lord is going to punish us. Now, not us, us, but this country, this drag team, drag queen story time and this gender <laughs> sis stuff, is, is, I'm telling you, yeah. this is an abomination. They Twist, have twisted sister. Yeah, monkey they, man. That's, that's Jay. <laughs> Yeah, they have videos of of toddlers going to strip clubs with transsexuals putting dollars in their g-strings. Wait, wait, and hold, 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 wait a minute. Did you say there are videos of a little toddler, little kids, and 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 they're dressed in that way? The little kids, yeah. The the well, the transsexuals oh. are dressed in g-strings. Oh. But they have the children now dressing as drag. And they have them speaking up for their right to cut their genitals off. And it is being processed throughout the country. Now, this there's a book sick. called Farm Boy. It's being taught in public schools. And only public schools have to, well, they have to let this book get read and taught because of the federal funding. What is the book this called book, again? Farm Boy. Farm Boy is a story about a young boy that works on a farm with an older gentleman working on the farm, and he winds up giving the man fellatio and liking it. This is being taught in schools. This is what what is going on now is the worst thing. This is the this is ridiculous, man. These people and are ridiculous. I will send you the video, and I'm gonna tell you something. The Lord. And now people don't believe in God or whatever. Everybody has to be right. That's another story. But I'm going to tell you, 
some somebody somewhere, karma, whatever people believe in, has to come around. When you mess with the children's minds and allow them yes. to be molested in schools and their genitals cut off without you knowing, you can't say anything, you'll get put in jail, and they'll take your child from you. So you add that up with this warp speed. The sheeple are so confused. Yeah. They don't know where to go, what to do. And then this food crisis that's coming, brother, I told right. you about November. Yeah. When you see this, you're going to see people so disheveled and running around, gnashing at the teeth. You be prepared because what I'm going to do is when they get crazy enough to try the strong because they're going after the weak, I'm going to put one of these bodies out in front of my house on a, on a <laughs> Pike and say, you come on in if you want. Uh, you come man, here. I, hear you. Be a I got, I got something now. for your ass, huh? I yeah, hear you, right, brother. brother. I hear you. So, man. Uh, again, thanks for your show. No, thank you, and brother. Thank you for always being out there. And you know you always welcome, man. ABCT, bro. I'm going to send you that video, man. It's okay. disgusting. Listen, my, here's my email address. You ready? Uh, No, I'm a, I'm a, uh, right. actually, I'm I'm out. Okay. Out. Okay. So what I'm going to do is, uh, I, if, if you still have the same cell phone number, I'll send the video through that I, way like I did my other There calls. it is. I do. Okay. Uh, Baba, Baba, All right. can you keep that cool on a second, please? Can yes. you keep that cool on? Yeah, yes. Yes, go, go ahead. Go, go ahead, you, Paul. You know, what's, you know, you know what? You know, you know, this is this is just unbelievable. You know what's amazing, yeah? On on, on my way, I was um, on the way, I was on the train earlier on about a couple hours ago, yeah? And I was listening to a broadcast from, you know, the station Galaxy, our local radio station, right? Yes. An amazing yes. thing. It is, it's, it's just amazing. It's exactly what the brother mentioned. Even he mentioned about um, uh, transvestite, uh, what they call them? Uh, what they Perfect. call these people? Yeah, but you mentioned yeah. something else. Almost everything he talked about, they were playing. Almost everything he talked about. Yeah. They were, and, and they were talking about... Uh, how they're trying to introduce it in schools and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Now, yeah. what's amazing is that he raised this subject right now and here, and I just heard it two hours ago on our local radio station, and it, it just is another example of how the, uh, the forces are working. We are aware of these things. We are aware of how they're moving globally, yeah? We're aware, and he's absolutely right. This is, this is, this is a consistent attack. That's why... For me, I'm so concerned about this abortion issue, and I'm more concerned about how it affects us because I know that anything they push our way is for our demise. They don't do nothing to help us, and he's absolutely right, oh, and I really? absolutely That's know right. that. That's they right. do nothing to help us. So when we jump on these arguments, right, they're counterproductive because any argument they bring, whether it's to do with the law, to do with politics, is not for our benefit. It's to actually... To, to, to reduce our population. And that's the agenda. And it's so clear. It's absolutely exactly. clear. So exactly. I absolutely agree with him. All I'd say is that, you know, we, 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 we have to bring this um, conversation on. And, and I always say this, and I know why I say this, but I know it's going to take a little while for people to catch up. It's, we have the technology. We have to bring this on an international level. Because... What they use, the, 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 their biggest weapon is divide and conquer. They want to make you feel that like you're the only one under attack when we're all under attack from the same Agreed. people, from the yep. same system. Yep. Agreed. And let me add this. And this is how you know. When someone uses another language in court. Now, I've been to court. I've fought quite a few 
cases and one on my own without a lawyer because I did the research and I knew what to ask. The thing how it's all set up is you have to send your argument into court before so the other side can see it. Mm. I don't like that. All right? And mm. secondly, they're going to speak in their tongues. Uh, what is what is that? Uh, I just lost it a quick time. Legalese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, legally, legally. And, and and it's a term. It's a term they use. Uh, what's that? What's that language that they use? Latin. No, no. Uh, Latin. 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 Right. Is it, mm-hmm. They use the. They talk in this uh, e pluris yeah. unum. Right. And coeptus. All of this, I bought law dictionaries and saw what it means. And when anyone gets a chance, I want you to buy a black law dictionary, any law dictionary that you can, and look up what a human is, and look up what a. Uh, uh, a corporation is a corporation is a human and a human is not a corporation. They have changed these terms around and use them at you and make you think you have a fair choice in court. Mm. Now I'm going to end on that brother. It was great talking to you and thank you, you brother, too. from across. Right on, right on brother. Let me get this sister in 404 404 404. Hello? Yes. Go ahead. How you doing? Uh, blessed, enjoying your program. And I just wanted to say I, I agree wholeheartedly with Bob, brother Paul, okay, because this abortion thing, I'm feeling like that's not my fight, the way they're trying to push this abortion thing. It's not my fight. Uh, and I agree with him, and I feel like it's their agenda, the way it's being set up. Of course. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fight for Pan-Africanism, Sovereignty, uh, ending police brutality, combating that, mm. and it's a whole lot of issues. And when it's our issues, I, I see they not all the white women, all the they're not running up to our side in masses uh, uh, for you know things that uh, for our people. Right. So I just wanted to say that I, I don't. Okay. I, that's the thing. That's not my fight. I'm not. I hear with, you. with that. Thank you, my sister. All right. Okay. All right Appreciate peace. the program, my brother. All right, peace. Uh, 919-919-641. Good afternoon. Peace, Brother Oshie. Ah, Dr. Bruce Bridges. Hi, man, reclaiming the African mind. How you doing, dude, bro? How you been? Man, I've been doing okay. I've been doing okay. And and, 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 and uh, I just said, I was talking to another brother from Durham, and he's probably on too. And I said, we need to call Brother Osha because we hadn't heard him in a while. He said, I'm going to call him now. I said, I am too because I've been a little busy <laughs> doing, your time, doing your time 11 to 1, you know, in yeah. the middle of the day. Right, so, right. Uh, uh, so he said, uh, he said, he's going to call him now. And I said, I'm going to call too. And then I called another brother from Antigua who lives here, and he's probably on too at a 919. So, okay. Well, listen, yeah, I'm going to open I'm up. Just, I got the 919s right here. All three 919s are open. Good afternoon, brothers. How y'all doing? Oh, we open at the same time, huh? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, but uh, somebody asked somebody asked about you. Uh, Brother Herb was there. Brother Herb, you there? Brother Brother Herb, are you there? He's a 919 uh Two two four seven six eight. Oh seven six eight. Seven six eight. Yeah, there's a two two four nine one right. nine two yep. two four. Brother Dean, he's not there. Brother Dean, not there. I'm here. Yeah. Hey, brother Dean, how you doing? 
Yeah, my oh. friend Dr. Bruce Bridges just tell me on today. Yes, sir. I never, I never know you on today until he called me, so tune in right away because I'm a regular customer. All right. Resident, you know? we, don't <laughs> go for, we don't go for those things that where they're doing big America. This is big America. We only 108 square miles, and we don't go for that gay rights down there. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> Just like Adam and Eve, you know? That's right. You Adam don't... and Eve, we don't got those kind of things. Yeah. We keep it straight. We shoot straight. All right. Man married, man married woman. Uh, that's how we go with it. We know married to well, man and woman. Well, you know. to man. But the show is a good show. I appreciate well, the thank show. You. And I put on a lot of people. Well, I appreciate so thank that. You. Thank you. I'm the short. Make somebody well, get in. Well, you know, as a, as a pan-Africanist, as somebody, I believe in African family. We yes, need men yes, and yes. women and children to be raised. Now, if, if, the, if, so if that's your thing. thing, you keep that shit to yourself. But that's what we yeah. promote. That's what we propagate. African family. We shoot, we shoot straight just like that's our preachers say in the right. church. We have a black church. We don't matter black, pink, white coming in there. Everybody welcome. Everybody welcome. <laughs> Everybody welcome. But yeah. I have a friend in 1980 from St. Thomas. Mm. He went to a white church and the, the usher come and tell him, what are you doing here? He said, I come to worship. He said, go down a few blocks. Your church just around the corner. He said, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's racist. Mm-hmm. Go down. They don't want all blacks. But now our church is different. Right. Everybody welcome to worship. Short punch. Somebody has to take the challenge now. Okay, thank you. All right, my brother. brother. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. We only, yeah, yeah, we only have a couple yeah, of minutes. Only have a couple of minutes, family. Anybody want to get in? You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. That, bro- that brother's from Antigua, brother. Oh, see, what I wanted to mention uh, is the fact the brother who said something about uh, uh, African leader being killed down in Angola. Yes. I think what he meant, I think he, what he was talking about was the death of uh, Eduardo de Santos, the former president of Angola, who uh, who, who just passed uh, about, about about a week ago okay. uh, from cancer. He, he's about 70-something years old. I, okay. I hadn't heard about any assassination. Okay. I think that's what he meant. Yeah, the brother Pat just wanted to maybe get that straight for the listeners, too, you know. Well, I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, because I hadn't heard and, anything. And, uh, although, a lot of times, brother, you know, they're, they're, something could happen on the continent or with African people. You haven't heard too much about the uh, uh, killings in South Africa. I didn't see anything on the national news. I, just what happened, I, listen, I listened to, huh? I hope you were burning neckties. <laughs> What's up, Jay? Hold on, man, okay? Go, go, go ahead, Bruce Bridges. Go ahead, Doc. I, I, yeah, I, I was about to ask you about South Africa. I need to check on that. I yeah. about that. But what happened in South Africa real quick? Uh, there was some mass shootings in South Africa. A number of people who have died. I think well over 10 oh, I people. Oh, did. I did. I did hear about yeah. it. I did. Yeah. I'm just thinking about it. It was a mass shooting at, at, a, a, at a bar. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think what's happening, Brother Osha, as you've been saying on your show, is that when Africa, with the advent of computers and access to all kinds of information, both good and bad, when people see things happening in this country, black people, they try to imitate what happens in the West, the Western world. And I think that that's, that's what's going on because, of, yeah. right, I, I really do. Because I, I know the one you're talking about, it was, it was at a bar. Right, right. right. Yeah. Yep. Like I said, you, so didn't I hear, you didn't hear too much on, on in Western press. I didn't hear it on the national news, which I watch the national news every day. Fortunately, I got here. it from Al Jazeera. Yeah. Al Jazeera? Okay. Right. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Well, I got but it I, from but... a, a, a black news network here in the Atlanta area. Uh, okay. Brother, yeah. All but right. when I first heard it, I, I thought about the fact that there was, you know, that, that we imitate the Western world and uh, you'll be back on. I'll let you go. Maybe I'll tune in tomorrow because I got a little time tomorrow. Well, so no, I, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be back on on Friday, man. If okay. You, so if you, you got some time okay. Friday, listen, man, if you got some time Friday, be my guest. I, I will. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. All right. I, and I might call you in just a minute when you, Please do. you come give, off. Or how's that? Give me a call, okay? At, at the same number, okay? Yes. No, no, no. Not this number. Just the call-in number. Give me a call at the 414-414-324-5796 number, okay? Okay. All, All right. right. All right. Peace. Brother Jay, give, got any words? Before we get out yeah, of here. right, 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 quick, man. You know, um, people got to stop being hypocritical about this whole abortion thing. It's multifaceted to this. Now, when you're dealing in the sense with this Urugu, you know he's dealing with it from a population perspective and also his birth rate perspective. And then with us, we're de- dealing with it from a genocidal perspective. And then there's the flip side about, in all honesty, some of these mofos need to be aborted. <laughs> like them two characters from Philadelphia, Ralph Place, where they killed that elder. Mm, 10 and 14 yeah. years old beating yeah. the elder to death yeah. with, with, with some parking code. Now, that's the type right. that needs to be aborted. They should have never came to life because, as you could see, they had that demon spirit all up in them that yeah. would lead them over a course of time doing something so evil and wicked, just like most of these white men. Don't you think a man like... Uh, Donald Trump needed to be aborted 77 <laughs> years ago? Yeah, I, I, I mean, come on, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just some people that don't need to, to be, be on, the, on planet. the planet. They don't need to now, be on the let, planet. Let me leave you with this, oh. Now, everybody talks about Donald Trump is the worst president of all time. We could say that. I say but that. I tell you this. No, you I know what? You this. No, let me finish the okay, point go, right go ahead, quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. I tell Jay. you this: the most wicked out of all of them, and the most twisted out of all of them, is Barack Obama. I mean, just think about this. Just think about this right quick. I'm gonna go through it quick. The black woman that they finally got on the Supreme Court. If Barack Obama would have nominated her. Instead of Garland, you wouldn't have never got a Donald Trump. Because the reality is, when Mitch McConnell did his thing and blocked Garland, if he'd have blocked that woman the way that he blocked Garland, all hell would have broke, broke loose in regards to voter participation in those states where that clown won the um, electrical college. Because those places, you would have just seen more of a groundswell of black women. 
because of what they did to her. Because that's just unfortunately what our women go do. We go work harder and and do more than the next. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, but I mean, it did the thing that makes it all sinister and twisted is here it is years later. Biden becomes the president. Gardner, uh, um, Garland becomes the AG, and he won't do a damn thing about Trump. He won't do nothing. He's he won't do oh, nothing. Oh man, this so shit that is gonna shows be you right there. Because listen, Trump. Think about it, oh, with all of the information that right. they're putting out on right. public, you mind you, there's more behind the scenes that they just ain't go show because you know it's just business. With what they've shown so far, you tell me that's, that Trump that's more than enough. There is more than enough for him to to, to oh, indict him. More than enough to indict him. More, and it's so crazy. What did I tell you? It's a game. It's crazy. And people are being played. It's just like when they talk about abortion and all of that. George Carlisle. George Carlin. Carlin I love George Carlin. Analysis that I probably ever heard about it. Oh, they so happy and fight for it when it's in the womb, but don't That's do right. shit for it once That's it's right. out the once womb. Once it's out the womb. That just goes to show you. And nobody, and nobody ever points that contradiction out and hold them accountable for it. But you know what, you know what I say this, Oshi? It's our fault. Yeah. Because we go along with it. We want it. We want whiteness more than anything. We allow them to justify monkey manism and twisted sister is a the way that the brother talking about earlier. Well, to where how would you have not, your child? How would you allow your child? This, this to system is theirs. They ain't a damn listen, Jay. This you know, damn farm boy. Jay, how, how did I know that's crazy. Ain't it? A, when Jay said that, I mean, uh, when uh, um, Paul said that shit, that shit is crazy. But listen, I gotta go. You know. But uh, be be back with me on Friday, okay? I will try to make you the point. Okay, dear brother. Appreciate you. Okay, Jay. Hotel. Hotel. Uh, brother Paul, you got anything, any last words, man? Appreciate you, man. Yeah, I'm just going to say it very quickly. You know, I love, I love Brother West, and I, I appreciate the information he brings, right? But the statement where he says he just got to sit back and watch Brother West, um, that's not in my DNA. I could never uh, uh, do that. Never. Because... To me, and I know you don't mean it this way, uh, that's an insult to all those who have paid the ultimate price and given their life for this struggle. Take care. All right. All right, dear brother. And I know Brother brother uh, Research you hear understand. Me? Okay, go ahead, Brother Research. Oh, go ahead. Yes, sir. Because, see, my research said, when you think you're taking down the system, you add the property up, bro. Mm -hmm. You got no plan what you're doing, bro. My, I'm like Ocean, man. My thing is to love black people and get information, man. The system coming down on its own, man. That's right. So if you want to run oh, around yeah. and do what you do, everybody get everybody, everybody got, got a thing to do. How, that's how right. This, everybody, everybody got, got a thing to do. to do. So yep. whatever you do, that's good, bro. That's all. So good. I'm not knocking you for whatever y'all do. I'm just showing love to black people, man. I I'm not you. here to argue with what you do, man. Whatever you say, that's good, bro. That's your reality. All right. Okay, because I know how this is coming to an end. I'm enjoying the show. <laughs> okay. But whenever, just think about it. Whenever you think you tearing down the system, you're propping it up, man. You got right. to do the opposite of what these demons say, man. All right. That's the plan, man. Do the opposite. <laughs> do the opposite, man. You got it. God love your Paul. 
I know you, you know. brought told you a lot of bridges done fail, man. All right, queen then. Queen been evicted, man. They ain't none of my damn queen. My queen is a black woman. I know that's Peace I out. know that's right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay, Wes, take care. Yeah. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. And this program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind, but not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do it out, and they sure in hell don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shemhotep means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. Abifahodie means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. Peace, family. <laughs>